Hey guys, welcome to the number 188 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. And in today's episode, we're going to be reacting to some early free agency signings for the Washington Wizards. They have now signed Bradley Beal to a five-year $251 million contract, and they also signed DeLon Wright to a two-year $16 million contract. I know the money's a difference. I know the talent's a difference, but we're going to be breaking it. Oh, sorry. There's also another one. Anthony Gill is back on the team on a two-year deal, so we will actually be breaking down literally everything in today's episode. If you want to see just some more of what's happened in free agency, check out my chasesportsnews.com article. We will also cover to the Cool Sports Network today or tomorrow about free agency and about Kevin Durant and everything that's going on there after he requests a trade, which just shakes up the NBA, right? All right, let's start. Let's start though. I'm going to put this in the description and let's start it, right? If you see this, post it everywhere on all of your social medias. Hashtag KD come home. All right, let's go. So Bradley Beal is now staying in D.C., which is interesting. And if you look at the biggest contracts in the history of the NBA, you see Nicole Jokic's five-year, $264 million extension ranking number one. I don't understand how an individual human being can pay someone that money. It's crazy to think about. And that Bradley Beal for the Wizards signed a five-year, $251 million contract, which ranks as the second biggest contract behind Giannis' contract that he signed a couple years ago. So two, the two biggest contracts in NBA history were signed yesterday. Kind of crazy to think about, right? And there, again, there's been some other free agency signings like the Devin Booker extension, which ranks as the seventh biggest contract ever. But the fact that Bradley Beal makes the second most money in NBA, has the second biggest contract in NBA history is outrageous to me. And yes, you know me. I love me some Bradley Beal. I love me some Bradley Beal. The guy can score the ball at an all-time at, at, at an amazing level, at, an all, at a really great level. I mean, two out of the last three years, he's been second in scoring. I mean, he gave, and he averaged 30 points per game in, in those two seasons. So we know that he can get you a bucket whenever you need a bucket at the time when you need a bucket, right? Everything that has to do with buckets, Bradley Beal's got you. It's just the playmaking. It's just the leadership. It's just the defense. I'm not so sure about. And it's. I think the number one thing about this contract is we don't know. That's the number one thing is too early, in my opinion. I think it was too early to sign Bradley Beal, who even wanted to stay in D.C., to a five-year, $251 million contract. Because, personally, I don't think Bradley Beal is the number one player. I think he can develop into that number one player. But I think as of now, on July 1st, it's great to say it's July. On July 1st, 2022, I do not think Bradley Beal is the number one player. I think he can develop into that. But I don't think he's the number one player as of right now. And, in my opinion, that matters, right? Especially when you're going to pay someone to 
um, fifty-seven million dollars in twenty in like what the year twenty twenty-seven, starting paying him like forty-three million this year, and that's my problem. Is I think it would be possible to build a team. It's it's harder to build a team around Beal because he really just has that one skill of scoring, but he perfects that scoring ability. So if you could build a team around, it could be easy to build a team around him. But now it's harder because I think he's getting overpaid right now, and I think that. You know what James Harden's doing? How he declined his $47 million player option so he wants to make less so that he can win? That's what I needed to see from Bradley Beal. If Bradley Beal really wanted to stay in D.C., I would have really liked if it was for less money. At first, it was supposed to be five years, $248 million. So I was like, oh, that's too much money. They're like, no, it's not. We'll just pay him five years, $251 million. I love, again, I love me some Bradley Beal, but it's going to take a lot to build a team around him. And now that you're going to be paying one of the players on your team $57 million, see, and that's the problem is you're probably like, they're going to be paying Jokic more, but they're not going to be having to put as many assets around Nikola Jokic to win, is what I'm trying to say. Because he has proven to be, he hasn't proven it yet, but he is a number one on the championship team. He's arguably the best player of basketball. He's a two-time reigning MVP. We haven't seen those accolades from Bradley Beal yet. So I think it's a risk paying him this much money and hoping that you can build a team around him, right? And this is where I'm going to make an episode. Should the Wizards trade Daniel Gafford out of the free agency period? And, it's, you know, it's not anything because of Gafford. I love Gafford. He may be, I think, in hindsight, he was the best trade deadline pickup in the 2021 trade deadline. I won't say that, certainly, because I need to look back, but I'm pretty sure that is the best pickup if you look back at all the trades, at least the most valuable pickup, especially for the assets that they gave up with Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner, right? And then they actually ended up using Chandler Hutchinson to Hutchison in the Spencer Dinwiddie, Russell Westbrook signature. Anyway, right, that, that, that trade was insane. Last year's offseason was insane. But I think it could be this year, too. And I think, and it's nothing, again, it's something that has to do with Gafford. Because Gafford is a great player. He's a great rim protector. He can box out in the paint. But the only problem with Daniel Gafford right now is his contract, 12 to $14 million. But wait a minute. That's not a problem. Gafford deserves that money, right? So kind of like what Bobby Portis was just making, a little bit more, which I can understand. Right, I think I think Bobby Port. I mean, no, excuse me, he's making more than Bobby Portis. There are some other players that are making. I think, yeah, he's making about the same amount of money as Bobby Portis, right? And Bobby Portis is good, and I think he deserves that money, Daniel Gafford, with his rep protecting ability and everything that he does for the team. But are you going to need someone better at twelve to fourteen million dollars in the future for Daniel Gafford? And that is my thing is, do you get off of his contract now so that you could get someone better for 12 to 14 million on a team with a number one, you wouldn't have to worry about Daniel Gaffer's 12 to 14 million because he deserves it, right? So you trade him to an actual competitive team because he could win there, but you get off of his contract now so you could get someone that could really be a valuable piece to, if they're building a championship team here for that same amount of money. You know what I'm trying to say? Like if Gordon Hayward, signs like after his contract is done a two-year 28 million dollar deal that makes him about 15 million dollars a year i think gordon hayward would be the guy right now for the washington wizards at least for the system that they need and that's the problem is again gafford's great but 
you may need to get someone better from the 12 to $14 million option because we haven't seen Beal be a number one yet and we need to put as many good pieces around him as we can. That also needs to fit. And by the time that happens, you're probably looking three years until this team can really compete for a championship. But I will hope and I will pray because I want to see this team go somewhere. Smaller moves like DeLon Wright and Anthony Gill. I'll start off with Anthony Gill. Um, Anthony Gill played great for the Wizards last year. You're not going to see it on the stats. But last year, he would he would really took Thomas Bryant's place when Porzingis was out and when Gaffer would be the starting center. He really took Thomas Bryant's place as that backup big. And he can be a forward. He can be a setter because he's got the strength and everything. He's a good basketball player for sure. And I'm really happy that he's re-signing because he's a decent mid-range shooter. He's a good defender. I think if the Wizards are going to compete for a championship, he's not going to be in the lineup. But I think if, if there's a couple injuries or a couple guys on the COVID-19 list, which is going to be the health and safety protocol list, if that's what they're going to do now, if that's what they call it, I think that someone like Anthony Gill could really step in and be an NBA ready now and be NBA ready at that exact point and be like, hey, I got it. Let's go. Let's get out there. And I think he's one of those players that deserves a two-year contract with the Wizards, knowing that they have some injury-prone players, right? Bradley Beal, already injury-prone. Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, we all know that. So, you know, it's, it's just having um, some injury protection with Anthony Gill for someone that actually really played good to end the season for the Wizards last year. Really, really, really important, right? And then there's DeLon Wright. And DeLon Wright, I was really excited when I saw the move because DeLon Wright, I think, deserves $8 million a year. He does. Because you're not going to see it in the stats, right? Well, you're actually going to see some because he's coming off a year with Atlanta where he didn't, he played a lot of games. He only averaged four points a game. So I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but he was only getting 18 minutes, and I think the Wizards are going to be giving him more. Like in his previous team, he was getting 25, 29, uh, 21, 30. They're giving him more minutes. And when he gets more minutes, he's really capable. I really think he's going to run the offense until Denny Avdia becomes that point forward that I think he will become. At least I've some, seen the potential. If he does become that point forward one day, then they'll flip him if it is in the next two years. But the Wad Wright, a really good three-point shooter, right? Shoots about 38% from three. Really good on defense. You're not going to see this, but like – it's because it only, he only averages 1.2 steals. But in his previous years, 1.6 steals, 1.2 steals, 1.6 steals, right? One steal. Like, he, he does average a lot of steals. And that's because he's a really good perimeter defender. He could set up the offense. He's a veteran in the locker room. He's a good leader. And I think for players like, well, I don't know. Now that, okay, I'm going to just put a poll down low. Who do you start at? Small forward, who do you start at point guard? It's a legitimate question right now. Would you rather start DeLon Wright over Monte Morris? No, actually, I'm not doing that. Monte, excuse me, I'm not going to put that poll because Monte Morris is much better than DeLon Wright. But DeLon Wright is really a good backup point guard. But I'm going to put a poll. Who starts at small forward, do you think, for this Washington Wizards team? Is it Will Barton? Is it Danny Avdia? Do you move Kuzma to the three or Kispert? Like, who starts at small forward? I'm going to put that on a question. I'm going to put all the players that I think could even potentially start at the small forward spot and ask you guys what you think, right? Because if Denny, I assume Denny Avila will be off the bench and Will Barton will be in the starting lineup. If I do, if that does happen like I do expect, 
then it's going to mean that DeLon Wright, a good leader off the bench, could develop Denny Abdia, Willie Hachimura, all these other guys that could be really important into what this team does in the future. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode of this. Subscribe, follow, share, view. Again, I know I said that I wouldn't be that happy if Bill signed the extension. But to be honest, I am, guys. Think about it from this way. Bradley Beal is going to be on our favorite basketball team for five more years. How can you not be excited? Hope you guys enjoyed. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.